0: Welcome to the Soul Midwife Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. I'm an energy healer, a guide, a mama of four, and yes, a soul midwife. In this podcast, I offer guidance, healings, and wisdom for women who are feeling out of alignment, disconnected, and are longing to find out or to rediscover who they truly are from a deep place of wholeness. Women who are ready to step out of the culture of busy, overwhelmed, disconnection, and fragmentation to lead lives that feel soulful and aligned from the inside out. Hello and welcome to the podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about grace. Particularly I'm going to be talking about how we can all stop being so hard on ourselves and step deeper into grace. Grace. And so obviously this conversation today is going to talk a lot about grace, perhaps in a different way than you have experienced. And then I'm also going to talk how we step into grace. Grace, I feel, is something we have to, well, we have to feel to experience, right? Grace is something that we can all talk about, I can talk about it in this podcast, but in reality, grace is something that we need to invite into our life. Grace is a state of being that transcends suffering. And so, I think I'm even... I'm feeling a lot of pause, first of all, because grace comes in the pause, and because it's a hard thing to, it's a hard concept to talk about when it is such an internal feeling, Such a powerful, powerful internal feeling. So I think I'll start with a story because stories are a way for me to bridge the inner reality, the inner experience to you, the listener, and to have you connect with something on a deeper level, right? And so grace, how graciously do you treat yourself? This is something that has come to me recently because in all honesty i have not been treating myself very graciously lately i have been as all humans grappling in my rewilding process right now i have been grappling with uh, a pretty big mistake that i made that in this human reality has pretty big consequences and I have been feeling a lot of shame around this mistake. We have all made mistakes. I tell my children all the time, I homeschool my children, and I tell them all the time when they mess something up, they don't understand something, oh great, good job. Because the mistake is the process of knowing. We can't go through this life. We, if we go through this life without making mistakes, we're not going to learn, we're not learning anything Right? And so I am I am one of the most gracious people you will probably meet and humble. <laughs> no. I, I truly feel uh I I truly feel I'm one of the most gracious people with others. I feel uh I I am very I embody graciousness with others i have lots of space for people to make mistakes i have lots of space for people to be who they are to explore who they are i always seek to understand someone no matter how different they might be from me and how hard i might try to grasp why they would make these decisions or these choices or believe in these things i i have such graciousness for others and I was struck recently as I was sitting quite honestly just sobbing about this mistake I'd made and really just beating myself up in a way that I haven't really done in many many years it it was it used to be that I would beat myself up about everything (laughs) like literally I would be in a state of the bully was strong inside of me And that is not something I experience very often. For years and years, I haven't experienced that bully being very strong. And this mistake that I'm talking about is really big. It was a really big mistake that I made. And it has real-life repercussions, right? And so I'm sitting there crying, beating myself up, and my husband came in and he just sat with me And listened to me and really just witnessed me, which he's so very good at doing. And I'm so grateful for the partnership that I have with him and that space he holds for me and that I likewise hold for him. And so one of the things that realizations that came from being witnessed and just really stepping into the pause of the situation was how little graciousness i have how little grace i have for my own self and how stepping into graciousness grace for myself can transcend the suffering that i was experiencing because in reality it was a mistake we all make mistakes i tell that to people all the time my daughter accidentally hit my car the other day with a little four-wheeler thing we have and put a big dent like i didn't whatever it's a mistake i mean she's like beating herself up and crying and i'm like it's no big deal and she's like why aren't you mad at me and i'm like do you want me to be mad at you it was a mistake i say that all the time it's just a mistake i made a mistake and i was sitting here beating myself up and beating myself up and beating myself up and just like it was the worst thing in the world We're not always going to get it right. You've made mistakes. You're not always going to get it right. You have missed something. You were late for things. You didn't say the right thing at the right time. You created a misunderstanding. You, I don't know, all of the things that we all do. And then so many of the times we forgive ourselves really quickly. And a lot of times we don't. We can stew in it. And we can create a lot of suffering in it. I was creating a lot of suffering for myself. That doesn't mean that the thing didn't happen. That doesn't mean that I can't be real and true self-responsibility for this thing that happened. Because that is part of grace. Taking that true self-responsibility. That is part of the grace but there's, there's a way to experience a lot of suffering around it and then there's a way to open up to life and let the grace fall in. I think about this a lot when we think of like shadow work, when we think a lot about doing the work of the reclamation of the parts of us that we don't like, right? the reclamation of the parts of us that were put in a box labeled as bad either because somebody told us that part of us was bad maybe you were too sensitive when you were younger and people would say god you're so sensitive i'm sure lots of people can so we put that part of us down as bad many of us and then it sits in the shadow it sits in the basement and whenever it comes up we're like nope we're not going to be sensitive right we're going we're to cut that part off eventually that is going to have to be integrated up f- into us or it will make us sick right and so the reclamation of that piece of ourself, bringing a lot of grace to those sensitive moments where we just want to cry, where we just feel the suffering in the world, where we just feel all of the feelings we feel and then not judging ourselves in it. Instead, just bringing the grace, bringing the divine feminine love to me that is an aspect of grace right that is the divine feminine the aspect of grace that is that is literally to me what grace is transcending the suffering because grace is buried in our shadows right we don't just get to live this perfect life and then feel like grace comes through I used to think that. I used to like long to be a graceful person. I'm like, I'm such a klutz is what I would say. To me, that's just like actually like a showing that, that I was messy, right? To me, being a klutz was just showing that I was a messy human. We're all messy humans. And it's what we do with that messiness. It's how we handle that messiness. And that's how we walk through life with the messiness that is you and I. That is grace. It's not denying the messiness. It's not denying our truth. It's showing up to the messiness. It's being gentle and soft and loving and having full responsibility for the messiness. So it's not bypassing, oh, let's just be gentle and soft and you can do whatever you want and we'll just be gracious with you. Oh, no, 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 no. There is definitely self-responsibility that is involved in that, but it's different than judging, right? It's the to me, it's like this um, the image I'm getting is like a jury, a judge and jury on one side, and then this other. There's a circle. There's a circle of a community. So the actual word I'm just seeing the vision. The word restorative justice. So it's like this idea of like the vision I have is like a like a tribe, a tribes coming around, and there's someone in the center, and they are being held accountable. Like this mistake that i made has to be you know dealt with and shared and all of the things need to happen to make the mistake um to correct it right to course correct so that to me is like restorative justice it's like course correcting life right and so bringing grace into your deepest darkest parts your shadow that is where grace is buried that is where you're going to find grace it's at those, I, you know, if I think about, once I was at this retreat, I think I was 19 years old, yeah, I think I was 19 years old, I decided, when I was 19, I was a university student, and next to the, my university, there was a place called Naropa, Naropa is like a, they used it's another school they have like transcendental psychology and buddhism and all this stuff so i decided to take a meditation course never meditated in my life when i was in the meditation course this woman was teaching us different types of meditation and she mentioned vipassana it's a type of meditation and i looked it up and they have 10-day vipassana retreats that are free and i was a college student i had no money it was in california I had like the 40 bucks it would take me to get there. And I went, I just followed the thread. That's one thing I can do, can say I do really well in life. I follow the threads. I have a deep inner knowing. And despite all of the head chatter, I just do it. So I followed that thread. I got picked up at the airport by random people I'd never met. And then I was late. My plane was late. And I walked in. It's a silent retreat for 10 days. I walked in and they'd already started the silence. So I wasn't even, like, I didn't even get the... The talk of like what we were actually doing, what the layout of the land was. I just walked right in. And about day three, I was like, What the hell am I doing? Like, what am I doing? I was so upset inside. I was such in ter- inner turmoil. I was suffering so badly. <coughs> I'm literally getting up at 4 a.m. I'm meditating all day. I'm having two meals. Like, what have I done? Have I joined a cult? <laughs> like, what is this? And I'm out on this property it's this beautiful property outside in fresno outside of fresno california in the mountains and i'm taking a walk and i'm just like i'm planning my escape plan to be super honest i'm like i can i can in the middle of the night i can escape not like anybody's holding me in there like i don't know what i was thinking but i was 19 and this is what's happening i'm planning my escape and at that moment i said i just i was in so much pain I just need to see something beautiful. I just said, God, please let me see something beautiful. And in that moment, out of the tree came this beautiful, I can still see her, the most beautiful deer I've ever seen in my life. And she walked straight in my path and she was maybe three feet from me. Not of, she wasn't afraid at all. She stared at me for minutes. And then she just walked the other side of the path and back into the trees. That was grace. It was like divine grace coming at me in a way I'd never experienced it before. And I was like, okay, I'm staying. This is the path. I'm gonna be messy and I'm gonna have all of these feelings and I'm just gonna stay here. And so I wanna say that so many of us are in the state of permanent overwhelm. I have been, much of my life was spent in anxiety and permanent overwhelm. We spin. Life and the pace of life, or maybe for you it's not the pace of life, maybe for you it's a stressor in life, maybe for you it's the energy of life, maybe I don't know what it is for you. There's, we all have that messiness, we all have that overwhelm and it's just amped up and I feel like every year it amps up more and more as the more and more of the conveniences quote-unquote of life are presented to us I feel like it actually causes more overwhelm whereas when we return to the simplicity of life which we think might be boring I think we fear that it might be boring when we return to that simplicity and the slowness of life, life begins to open up for us. But one of the ways when we're in that spinning mode and when we're in that suffering mode, how do we stop? How do we stop the spinning and the suffering? We breathe. I've talked about this ad nauseum in my life. When you pause, you breathe. When you breathe, you relax. When you relax, you open up a space for grace to enter. And so how do you step into space? You pause, you breathe, you relax. Someone, I follow a man called Richard Rudd, who does something called the Gene Keys. And he said, this is his words, harvest the natural pauses in life. And I resonated so strongly because I see that all the time. I, I, I do this all the time. I speak about this. I've never said those exact words, but I was just like, "Ooh, those are so juicy. Those words um, harvest the natural pauses in life because they're all around us. And he speaks about how, like, if you just watch nature, which I watch nature a lot, I live in nature and, and I watch the birds and they do. They're very busy. Birds are very busy, but then they'll stop and they'll pause and then they'll go back to being busy and then they stop and they pause. Like, life, all of life, from the little tiny little bird to the macrocosm, there is always a pause. There's natural pauses in life. Naturally, life is asking you to pause. Around three o'clock, my body always asks me to pause. Uh, There's, I mean, that's just one example. Like, there's so many examples. After this, recording a podcast, my body will want me to pause because I've just, a lot of energy is going into this podcast right now (laughs) like there's all of these natural pauses in life but we spin and we spin and we spin and we miss them we bypass them we push the ignore button and so i'm not asking you to change your life i'm not saying oh get rid of this get rid of that get rid of this i mean maybe you want to do that i've done that i needed to do that but you don't have to you just have to notice the pauses in life because the more you notice the pauses and you step into them, in reality, the, m- the more grace you're going to invite in, but also the more time you're going to create for yourself. Because if you think about it, if you think about something that stresses you and you're in overwhelm, I am trying to think of a time recently that I was in overwhelm. oh it's quite what lovely that I cannot think of a very recent memory that I was in overwhelm what often causes me to be in overwhelm is is time honestly being on time and I think part of this is because my mom was quite late a lot and still is quite late and it used to stress me out like especially at the end of school when you're waiting and your mom isn't there right um but time is literally just something we made up, right? It's literally just numbers we made up. That does kind of go with the rhythm, right? But it is just like this agreed upon, just like money is, is a numbers we made up, but it's agreed upon energy exchange that we've all agreed that this is what we're going to do. And so, when we're in that overwhelm, just think about being in overwhelm, being in stress, and your your like time closes on itself; it's contracting. Time goes by quicker and then you're more late and then there's less time to get the thing done or the project or work done or whatever it is, right? And when you pause, when you invite in that pause or you actually just meet the pause that's naturally there, time actually expands. Because think about pausing. What does pausing do? Taking a deep breath. It's an expansion. Your lungs expand. Well, time honestly also expands same experience same like i gotta get here at this time and i'm i'm late or this is where i'm at and i think i'm gonna be late you can be in the stress have everything shut down and you go fifty thousand miles an hour and then you hit every red light (laughs) or you can be in the pause and just breathe and then you trust that's where grace comes in and either you're gonna get there on time or you're not What I find is when I step into that pause, that I somehow magically get there on time. It's like the pause invites in magic. And even if I'm not, I'm gracious with myself that I'm just going to be late. No one's going to care. No one's going to, like, the world isn't going to end because I'm late. Even if it's something really, really important. Right? And so that, that could be whatever your experience in life, whatever shadow you're coming up against, whatever... Overwhelm what is ever causing your overwhelm. Just like the invitation is to harvest those natural pauses in life and to let grace flow in. It doesn't mean that the thing hasn't happened, it doesn't mean you don't get to take responsibility for it. It just means. You're gonna invite that divine in. You're gonna let the grace flow in and fill you up and soften and love you in a way that is the best thing I can, word I can use is actually magic. This is part of that rewilding. This is part of that rewilding, stepping into those natural pauses, those natural rhythms. Stepping into the beauty that is actually here. Stepping into the simplicity that is all around us that we seem to be bypassing in the name of technology or advancement. We can still invite in the technology, we can still invite in the advancement, but we have to be in balance. We have to be in balance. If we're looking at life all of life is in balance our human bodies have to be in balance all mammals have to be in balance the earth needs some balance and if it gets out of balance it's going to shake and quake same, 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 same it's not about changing everything or doing it different or perhaps it is if you're so, so out of balance or it could literally be like what about just stuffing into those natural pauses all throughout your day how's that going to actually change your life invite in more grace so I hope you found this helpful if you are new to me you're welcome to go over to my website and find out more about rewilding and the work that I'm doing in the world you can head to soulmidwifejulie.com and I will see you all next week thanks for being with me and listening bye everyone